Welcome back to season two of the Off the Waitlist podcast. Is it since it's season two? Is this like season two, episode one? Is it episode fifteen? I don't, I don't know. But either way, I got a very special guest, someone very near and dear to my heart, to one of my first mentors in the fitness game, Rachel Felix Anderson. Just the biggest heart you'll ever meet, the kindest soul you'll ever meet, and. Someone who is so open and vulnerable along with a badass. So really excited for you to hear her story. Uh, things we get to talk about that we might not normally talk about and some fun surprises as well. So without further ado, let's get this party started, y'all. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Perfect. I didn't didn't know. I was trying to find my old podcast mic and I can't find it anywhere. I don't know if you can hear my audio okay. Yeah, it sounds great. Okay. It sounds great. My my audio is probably a little echoey since I had to be in this room because Tommy Tommy has like a work meeting right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just divvying up the rooms. I'm like, all right. So I'll just go upstairs in our common room. Oh, perfect. Oh, good. How are you doing? Good. How's trust? He's great. He's finally sleeping. Finally. Finally. We're nailing the first nap, so it's going to be a good start to the day. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Um, Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Honestly, Mo, I was telling Kyle, I was like, it was really good for me to think of these questions because, like, I haven't since I've had trust. Mm. And it's like, kind of restarting from scratch again well yeah and that's that's another reason why i wanted to do it solo with you versus like you and kyle because i wanted to make it about you yeah you know what i mean and and who you are as a person not as like a couple kind of if that makes sense totally uh so what i do at the beginning of every show podcast whatever you want to call this i don't even know (laughs) um is (laughs) is a 60 second life story. So okay. you have one minute to get whatever info about your life that you want out there. Um, with about 15 seconds left, I'm gonna give you a little flash of something. Um, uh, I'll count you in. Are you ready? I am. This is so editable, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Gather your thoughts. We got it. Yeah. Like I'm just going to down my spark real quick and we're good. (laughs) Oh, I have a Celsius, so I totally get it. We're energizing. Yep. (laughs) Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Okay. Let's do this. Three, two, one, go. My name is Rachel Felix Anderson. I am 35 years old. I was born in California, grew up in Washington State, um, went to college up in Bellingham. After college, I found my love for fitness, um, pursued that love for fitness, and uh, ended up opening up a fitness studio in the heart of Seattle. Um, Recently started a family with the love of my life, Kyle. Our son's name's Trust. He's six months old now. Um, And now I am kind of venturing into this new life of mom, entrepreneur, um, in the crazy state of the world right now and kind of figuring out all those things and just really excited to um, share the story and and learn what we can do moving forward. Dope. Wow, that was so clean and crisp. Oh, thank you. Like, I always get nervous when I do that exercise. (laughs) It is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, because it's like, what do I say? I don't like. It's nice to simplify your life, though, isn't it? Like... Yeah. Well, and it always kind of like weeds out the important stuff, or it like brings in the important stuff. You're like, all right, I got sixty seconds. Um, sweet, lot to unpack. Can't so wait. Can't wait. Uh, let's start from the beginning. What were you like as a kid? I was a very um, high energy child. <laughs> I was surprised. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, I ran around a lot. Um, didn't exactly know how to funnel my energy. Um, 
but yeah, I honestly kind of was like a misunderstood child. Um, I don't know. You've probably seen Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I always tell people like, if you want to see me as a kid, like I was Lilo. Um, <laughs> I had so many emotions as a kid and kids just aren't given the tools to process it. Sure. So like it either came out as like, aggression or crying or just lots of big emotions for a little little kid um so that was kind of me as a younger kid i was a big tomboy big time like put me in don't put me in pink i like hated the stereotype of girl like legit i would have people call me ray because i wanted to be a boy like (laughs) big tomboy hit puberty switched real hard um, then went to the very girly and I've now found my balance, <laughs> <laughs> found a balance between the two. That's so funny because a lot of that's still in you. I think mm-hmm. for, for those of you listening who don't know, I know Rachel for what, gosh, how long has it been now? Five, five years, four years, four years. Yeah. Four or five years. What's crazy, what's crazy is that doesn't seem like that long now that I, know. I say it. I know. Now, now that I say that out loud, like four years, I think it was like January of 2017 is when I started Orange. Yeah. yeah. January 2017. So really, we're, we're like, no, five years. Okay. It's 2022. Gosh, I, I, have like, no, <laughs> I have no idea what year it is. You and everyone else, we just lost last yeah. year. It's fine. Like, the past two years has been like, what, what's going on? Uh, okay. Yeah. So five years I've known Rachel and not much has changed. You're still like, I, I still feel like you, you wear your emotions on your sleeve in a great way. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think, you know, it took me a lot of years of figuring out how to process my feelings as a very emotional person. Mm. Um, and thankfully I've been, I had the opportunity to, to, you know, have therapy and have resources and those types of things to process emotions. But it is, it's a, I'm either like a really happy, joyful person. And I've learned to embrace those moments or like in my feelings kind of person. And um, I think it's, I've learned to embrace it and enjoy it because when you can share your big feelings with people, and create intimate connections with people. I found that's like the joy of my life is being able to share the highest of highs and the lowest of lows with people. Um, so I've really now as an adult learned to embrace that. Yeah, you're incredible at it. Like so good at it. Like it's it's always a pleasure to watch you in studio um, connecting with our, our members because <laughs> just to pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, obviously I work at studio three. Rachel's one of the owners at studio three and <laughs> she was gone for maternity leave. And so it was me, Kyle and Frank, three guys working at the studio, like just trying to like figure it out. And, you know, group fitness is kind of heavily female dominated and <laughs> Three guys trying to navigate a female heavy, heavily dominated space is kind of an interesting space, to say the least. So what really, and we've been talking about this, we're like, gosh, we, we can't wait to have Gene and Rachel back in some form of capacity, just because we knew what was missing. Yeah. And uh the the moment where it clicked is when Ashley Wiley, shout out to Ashley, when she walked into Blended like last week, she walked in and the three of us guys were like, oh, what's up? Oh, cool. Good seeing you. Blah, blah, blah. All right. See, like, you know, let us know what you need. (laughs) I come in hot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You and Ashley sat there for like 20 minutes having this in-depth conversation. We're like, yeah, see, this is what's missing. Um, so it's just like such a joy. That's a long way to say that it's such a joy to, to watch you do, uh, what you do because it's, I mean, it's so genuine, I think, or I, I know, um, yeah. How, what's, uh, what's pandemic life been like for you past two years, past like, yeah, two years now. Wow. Yeah. And Mosey, I have had a lot of life happen in the last mm. two years. And honestly, like, Aside from all, there's two sides to it. Obviously, it's been obviously a rough two years, but it's also been like the best for me. Um, 
so Kyle and I kind of like throughout our entire relationship have just been like workhorses and we do it together and we love to like funnel our passion together. And even pillow talk is like, let's do this, let's do this. Well then like we got closed down and it all of a sudden takes this huge project and like the center of your conversation out. And we just finally started connecting on in a way that we were never able to when we were working so much. And so our relationship deepened, we decided to get married and like legit, like Kyle asked me and proposed and we had a backyard wedding that like an hour later, it was amazing. We hung out and then we ended up getting pregnant and then we had trust. And so I've just had this huge evolution of going from not married to now having a full family. We moved down to the burbs around near our family. And so my life has shifted dramatically. Um, and it's been amazing. Like I, it's just, it's crazy that it happened so quick. Um, but also the transition has been really hard for me to be totally honest. Um, I got very comfortable in doing what I do and doing it very well. Um, and then you just, put yourself in a different pool and it's like, okay, time to be a wife, time to be a mom, time to be isolated and farther away from your community of people. Um, I think during the shutdowns, the hardest thing for me as a people person has been the lack of connection, like physical in-person connection. Like I need to see your eyes. I want to hug your body and see your soul. Like that's what gives me life. Um, and so mixed with a little like postpartum, like I've been struggling with a lot of depression lately. Um, but coming back into studio and having the opportunity to see people, I see like, oh, that, that's what heals me. Everyone has something. Um, for me, it's, it's personal connection. So um, yeah, that's been the last two years for me. <laughs> I, I feel you like, hey, congrats on everything. That's so cool. I mean, most people that I've talked to, we're so fortunate and lucky to, you know, everyone has their struggles, but we're, we're generally pretty lucky in the sense that we have everything that we need. You know, we have basic function needs to get through our day. So, um, you know, a lot of people that I've talked to still have jobs, thankfully, yeah. uh, even during everything. And so it's been like you said, a, a big time to reflect and look back over the past couple of years um, and just kind of figure out what we want to do, what we want to pursue. Uh, but you're so right. Momentum can be really, really tough yeah. to like gain back. So I'm really happy that you're coming. Thank you're you. kind of stepping back into that realm. Well, and, and we are super blessed too to, to have something to come back to, mm -hmm. you know, like I know some people who started new jobs during this time mm. or people that like didn't have a community outside of work. True. And I'm, you know what I mean? And I just, I, I realized like when we talk about this, how like lucky we are to have that to come back to and to step into for that. Absolutely. So true. What, like growing up, how long were you in California for? Oh, uh, so a short period of time, just about like the first year. And then my family moved to Hawaii. And then I spent every summer in California. My parents split up when I was two. So I spent summers with my dad in Cali and then school year in Washington. Um, so I kind of got the best of both worlds. I got the yeah. state, <laughs> Pacific Northwest. We got Disneyland in the summer. No complaints on my end. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah it was pretty great um so you grew up in tacoma right yeah so puyallup tacoma area went to high school down in tacoma stadium i really loved tacoma because when we moved from hawaii uh we were like four and five and we moved to an area called puyallup which if if you're listening and you're not you don't know puyallup um there's not a lot of um color in Puyallup. It's, uh, especially at least when I was growing up there, my sister and I were literally, it was us and Justin Terry. I remember this kid. He was like the one black kid and it was like us two brown girls in the, in the whole school. And I just remember Damn. feeling like such an outsider. And, you know, in Hawaii, your neighbors are called aunties and uncles. And so mm. like 
I remember moving in and barefoot running next door to the neighbors and like knocking. I'm like, hi, auntie, do you have cousins that I can play with? And they just thought I was an alien. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, that would be weird. It was just weird. And so it was a culture shock for us and kind of growing up feeling um, just not like you just don't fit in. Then going to Tacoma and then it was just a melting pot. You have black and white and, you know, all the different colors. So um i my heart is is with tacoma i i have a special place there for it so 253 baby uh, three do you still have a 253 area code you know i fought for it i fought for it man i gave in i'm a 425er now <laughs> lost it what did you, still 253. i was gonna say kyle's, kyle's still 253 he's like, strong you can never take 253 out of Kyle. I'm by like. association. Yeah. <laughs> when, did, <laughs> when, when did you move to 425? Oh, man, years ago. I've lost my phone too many times. Yeah. I, had to, I had to switch. They're like, you've lost your privileges. You're a 425. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so going into high school, did you play – did you do sports at all, athletics, active – yeah, I was always very active. Um, my poor parents and grandparents were just driving me from like soccer practice to fast pitch to track to all the things. Hell yeah. Um, I loved I loved sports. It was definitely, um, you know, ADHD is more like commonly diagnosed now and like mm-hmm. talked about healthily. But like, you know, when we were growing up, like you were just a wild child. Yeah. And so I think for me having it, like having sports to funnel all my energy into mm-hmm. was like, the biggest confidence builder. Like I, I hope that all children's get, get an opportunity to do sports, whether they choose to follow through it or not, just because learning that like the team aspect and being able to learn skills and feel strong physically, especially as a female, it was such a huge part of my confidence building. Um, but yeah, soccer and track were my jams. Um, I was actually hoping to play soccer in college, but then uh, my senior year, I tore my ACL. And so things kind of changed up for me. Damn those ACLs. And, you know, they get you in soccer. Um, and so uh, when I went to college, it was actually super weird because I was so used to being involved with like ASB and all these extracurricular activities to going to college and no sport, no like school engagement, like my, all my identity was there. And so I, it kind of mm. got lost in the translation of like, what's your purpose, you know, right. which was super healing for me when I got back into fitness after college and realized just how much it just it's good for my soul yeah and well that's that that leads to the next point is like when when did you start transitioning into fitness yeah so i was working a bunch of side jobs in college actually and one was like a front desk girl at a gym and ironically one day and i would take classes there all the time one day the zumba instructor she couldn't show up because she like hurt her knee on the mountain or something and so they asked me to like, hey, will you just pop in? You take class all the time, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up teaching this class on the fly. Mother, oh, my God. You're you, you, wait, <laughs> waiting for this moment. It was my moment. There was like 50 people in class. And we had the best time. And apparently it went really well. So the owner of the gym was just like, hey, I'll pay for your cert. Like, let's, let's get you teaching. Yeah. So I actually started as a Zumba instructor. And like, if you guys take my classes, you kind of like feel the dancey. Oh yeah. I'm a dancer at heart. So uh, yeah, I started with Zumba and um, I always still just thought of it as a side thing because in my mind, I I was going to go into nursing and it wasn't until I graduated and started actually going into volunteer at the children's hospital and and working as a CNA at the senior home. Mm. Um, And it was one day Mo that I like, it shifted for me. I had a resident pass away in my arms (sighs) and went from that shift to the children's hospital and in the NICU one of the children that I was kind of watching also passed away and oh my gosh it, it, it was still to this day probably one of the worst days ever to lose two lives and it was just one was so young and one was so oh. so sweet and I I was devastated for weeks I took work off and and I had to sit down with myself and I was like I don't think that God created me to do this. Mm. I don't think that I can handle like accepting pain and death. Like I just, I'm not created for that daily. I can't. And I have such a respect for doctors and nurses, especially in these times that are giving all of themselves and still it's not enough and, and lives go away. And so I had to backtrack a little bit 
and was like, okay, if I don't want to prevent death, then how can I add to life? And I was like, fitness, mm. like it just adds life. And so then I just did full time, like did every type of fitness. I started doing Pilates. I started doing boot camps. I started doing all the different things. And then I found Orange Theory. I just kind of like came into my lap. Um, and then Orange Theory at that time was super small. I've never heard about it. Everyone yeah. called it Orange Therapy. And it was just, it was just such a weird concept to, to <laughs> tell people about. But yeah, and uh, that's how I met Kyle. And we started uh, sharing the word in Seattle and started opening studios at a time. Um, and somehow it just worked out where I got to help develop trainers and find people to work for this company. And that's where I found my niche. That's where I found my passion is not only teaching people and connecting and motivating people in class, but helping develop and harness people's passion and skills to do that with other people. Like that's what makes me come to life is seeing that potential in instructors um, and really help develop that and watching that grow. So that's been, that's been kind of my journey with fitness. Damn, fire me up, girl. You're, yeah, it's been I, so fun. I'm like getting ready to teach a class right now. Let's <laughs> go. go. <laughs> Let's go. Changing people's lives out here. Um, yeah. Wow. So it went from, I mean, I know the, the process is a journey, but it sounds like it went from zero to a hundred, like relatively quickly. Like you kind of just dove in. Yeah. Just it kind of started. Yeah, I, I did. And I, I dove in not knowing anything. Mm. I dove in and, and, and that's why when I see people or people ask me like, what do I need to do to like start teaching? And they're like, what, what certs do you recommend the most? And, and hear me, right. I'm going to say this first certifications and knowledge are power, mm -hmm. right? Like learning is, is something that's so important. However, I feel like nothing teaches you like being in the trenches. Mm -hmm. You you know this too, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I'll never cue that again. This type of music doesn't work. This is how you motivate someone who can't do it. Like, I'll never do this again. Oh, I got to try this. Like, it's just a matter of jumping in and doing it. 100%. Um, and so that that's kind of how I learned. It's like, I just wanted to learn everything and everything. And it was just, it was so fun to learn it that way. Um, so yeah. let's, let's, Let's do this. Let's play this game. Let's mm -hmm. see if you can think of everywhere that you've worked. <laughs> and, and, oh. and, and uh, all the different modalities that you've taught. My God. You know what? Before we play this game, it's, I'm going to shout out to those instructors out there that are hustling. Yep. The ones that are like, you teach in this city at this place and then you teach in that place and then you go to a home and then do a private and then you back over here and you nap in your car and then you eat on the road and you go to the next studio like that was the life for a while i taught in tacoma um which ironically i don't know if i told you the story kyle and i actually worked at the same gym like nine years ago and he remembered me when i was interviewing with him at orange theory um, and I lied and pretended that I remembered him. <laughs> so like, wow. Oh my God. Great seeing you again. <laughs> totally. Like yeah. Didn't remember a thing. Oh um, my God. Yeah. No, I, um, so yeah, I worked at this place called, uh, all-star fitness in Tacoma. And that's where I did, uh, kickboxing, Zumba classes, some Les Mills work. I taught at LA Fitness where I started doing like Pilates. I also um, jumped in some cycle classes there. I did some water fitness. Um, oh my God, stop. Water fitness? Oh yeah. Me and the old ladies, we kicked it. Not old ladies, but older. And it was yes. super fun. I feel like my soul is, is truly like a 73-year-old woman <laughs> loves water aerobics and it was just oh it was so fun it was the best but yeah hands down i think zumba was my all-time favorite there's just something and zumba naturally draws in women and I, yep. I i know that's who i'm called to serve there's just something when you connect with other women with dancing and just like letting it be free when you can shimmy and shake your ass without like any care in the world of how you look and what's happening like that is living in my, in my definition. So anytime I have an opportunity to dance, that's, that's where we're at. Man, if only guys could do that. 
You know, I feel like you got to figure it out for them though. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the, what the guy equivalent of dancing is. Like I, it would, it would be like, it would be, think of like seven straight guys just in a room, like turning on music and just like, Dance. Yeah, it does. You know what there is, and I don't know what it's called, but you'll have to look into it. Uh, it's this men's retreat where they go out in the woods, and you hike, and you cut wood, and you like literally found your ma- your man scream. Have oh, you heard yeah. about this? No, that's you go awesome. out in the mountains, and like you literally roar and camp, and it's amazing. And it's just like, for like guys to unwind, get out of the city, because I know that for a lot of people, but guys specifically, like there's something about nature that can true just really helps center you. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's so interesting because for people who know me know that I'm not like a guy's guy necessarily. Yeah. You know, like, like I can be like, you know, I can talk sports and absolutely that, that, that side of things. And, but I'm not necessarily like, uh, like going out in nature and primal screaming <laughs> isn't like I'm like inside I'm like, I mean, that's not gonna do much for me. <laughs> you, oh, you know you know what I mean? But maybe that's why I need it. Oh, I love it so much. Um <laughs> like with now that you have a son, like what how 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 do you navigate like what kind of man you wanna bring into this world? You know, I have thought about this tirelessly since he's been born because I was raised in a house of women, Mm. like all women. And I don't have any, I didn't have any cousins. It was just all women and female dominant. And I didn't really ever see what boys are growing up, you know? And uh, my husband, Kyle has a brother. So he grew up with just boys Yep. and watching how he plays with him. It just gives me anxiety already. It's like, Oh, you're so you're, like, why are you like rough doing that? Like, yeah. I, I, we, we just, we care about Why it. are you body slamming my child? Pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much I've got it. And at the end of the day, I, I want to make sure always what's so important for me as a parent is that he has the support that he needs and, and a general outline to understand like what it is to be a good human in this mm. world but also I need him to have space to grow into who he's called to be. Mm. And I think as a parent, it's finding that balance of not what I want you to be. It's like, who has God created this, this, this child to be? And right. can I give him the foundation to know how to step into this world, but also create enough space for him to, you know, make his own mistakes and be curious and be adventurous and try this and try that and understand why this doesn't work and, and get excited when he can explore on his own. And I think that's, that's my heart's desire for him is that he has the confidence to step into this world and figure out who he is and who he's called to be. Right. That's the most important for me. Gosh. Yeah. Being a parent's tough. I can imagine. Man, you know, I swear, like, I wish someone gave you like, the handbook prior of like the things you'd never ask yourself until right. you actually become a parent. Mm-hmm. You I know, because I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. And then you become a mom and then your whole life feels like, do I know anything? Like it just, everything <laughs> crumbles. Everything you thought you were, you thought you knew just shatters and you're starting all over again. It's a rebirth. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a rebirth. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you need to unlearn everything that you've learned and yeah. just kind of like start over. Yeah. It's yeah. Cause it's all philosophy based, you know, like how, how do I raise this child? Dude, Mo, Is it- yeah. It's, it's so true. There's so many, I can't tell you how many Facebook groups and books and all the things that I'm a part of. Mm. And, and, and I'm coming to this conclusion on my own, finally six months into it, but there's so many different ways. And there's so many opinions of like, True. sleep train, don't train, start feeding solids, don't feed solids, sleep in bed, don't sleep in bed, be safe, don't coddle. Like it, it it's overwhelming and honestly yeah. so anxiety riddling, especially for a new mom. You're like, I just want to keep my baby alive and happy. True. And there's so many pressures from both sides of saying like, this is what a parent looks like. And for me, especially I, I do struggle with, um, 
you know, taking on the opinions of others and raising, and I, in general for me, but I really need to take a stand on raising my child for that, keeping that out. True. You know? Yeah. So you it's, just trust your gut. It's like fitness. Like yeah. there's so many different, like, who do I listen to? What do I listen to? What? Do cardio, do strength yeah. training, starve yourself, fast here, do this. Like, totally. Yeah. It's just you like info overload that like, A, it all kind of works in yeah. some capacity. Yeah. So having the focus and discipline to like stick to your lane. Yes. While always kind of keeping an open mind. Yeah. I think, not that I'm a fucking parent because I'm not, but, <laughs> but it seems like it would apply. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. and, and like, logically it makes sense. Of course you would never know until you have that opportunity into your life. Yeah. Um, but it just like, logically it makes sense that that's how it would be. And us as kids, we always find a way to blame our parents anyway. Like if, if <laughs> no matter what you do, yeah, no matter what you do, they're going to blame you. Like, like if you're, if you're the cool parent and you don't, instill discipline you grow up being like gosh i wish i had a little more discipline in my life so i could stay focused and on track or if you're too disciplined then it's like gosh i wish i had a little more freedom you know like that's just how we are as humans so true and you know i think i've i've found that the best support and the best resource for me currently has been you know connecting with other parents that are in the same boat mm. Again, like finding that community, whatever transition you are in life, whatever you're doing new, like find that community that's in the same place because right. it's not that they necessarily have the answers. There's just a general solidarity of like, hey, I see you and you got this. Yeah. That alone period when you are exhausted and feel so insecure is the only thing that gets you through day by day sometimes. Yeah, I, I feel that. Because, and that's what's so great about social media. There's obviously great things about social media and not so great things about social media, but you can always find a community for literally anything. Um, I I used to work with kids for like seven years. I'm really old. So I've I've done a lot of things in my life. Um, But I would like, and working with kids, it was K through five it was, I found like, again, planning for if I ever become a dad, like how I would parent kids. And I think honesty is so important. Yes. Like letting the kid know why, listen, <laughs> like I, I had an ex that had a kid. And so I would always tell her when I, whenever I would discipline her or like break it down for her, I'm like, Listen, this is the way I think about it. If you grow up and you think about it in a different way, that's fine. But this is how I view things. And like, this is why I wouldn't say this or do this or do that. And even as a nine-year-old, she kind of got it. Yeah. You know, just like explaining it. But then there's some, sometimes where you just need to be a dick kind of. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so true. But, you know, I think I remember, and I think that's uh, one of the best gifts I had about my parents splitting is I got a bonus dad and a bonus mom mm. when they remarried. And the way that they both have parented me over the years has been like that. It's been, hey, you, you're going to do you, but this is my experience. True. Learn from it or don't. And I think even as a young kid, there's something that you respect about the way that's delivered and be like, great, I have a choice and empowers children to learn like, great, I can choose this or this, like basic decision-making stuff. And I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really important too. Um, All right. We're like running up against the clock. I could talk to you all day, literally. (laughs) We're just chatting. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We're going to go into our quick hitters. There's three different levels. <clears throat> level one's really easy. Okay. Basically, one word answers are either or. Right. Okay. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Ooh. Do you have a favorite taco spot? Uh, honestly, no. But any taco truck, Oof. I'm a fan of. Taco there you truck, go. Like out in Podunk. Yeah. Hit up a taco truck. <laughs> like with those small yep. tortillas. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's always the double. 
the double yeah. layer. Got to have good deals on them too. I'm just gonna yeah. say, street tacos, the best. Yeah. Um, I think I know the answer to this question: dog or cats? Dogs. Fuck yeah. Dogs. Sorry, cat people. Yeah, all the way, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? That's I, just, I, should, I, I can't. I should just take that question out. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, are you a texter or a caller? Ooh, um, lately texter, pre baby caller, post baby texter. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, beach or nature? Nature. I always want to enjoy the beach. I always want to think that I'm going to have a great time on the beach, and then the salt water itches my skin, and then I get sand. <laughs> everywhere and then you get a slight tell and i never really enjoying the beach i feel the exact same way right like the picture looks great and that's it but other than that like i could be in nature for hours yeah nature it's so funny because yeah. i enjoy the beach for like 15 minutes yeah, done. and then i'm like okay, like okay so overrated and I'm not super nature person either. Like, I'm not like, oh, I need to go on a hike every week. That's definitely not me either. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where that question even came from. I probably just Googled either <laughs> ors and that was one of them. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Uh, would you rather explore the depths of the ocean or the infinite that is space? Ooh. Um... I, I would go with space. I'm just, honestly, the depths of the ocean kind of terrify me a little bit. I think but it's space is okay. Yeah, I think it's the claustrophobia of that being makes sense. Water. Yeah, yeah. Freedom of space. That's true. I, I feel you. I like the freedom. You explained that very well. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um, okay, we're moving on. Level two. It's like a little more long form, but not so intense. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What would your uh, superhero ability be? It could oh, be anything. Gosh. To change emotion of someone. There's like it to be Ooh. able to see someone like crying or frustrated or disappointed or like just like to be able to change that and comfort and do whatever, like change emotion 100%. Ooh, that is a good one. Yeah. Damn. I'm trying to think. There's someone in the Guardians of the Galaxy that kind of has that. Is there? Her like name's control thing? her name's Man Mantis. She's an empath, hmm. so it's not that she changes. It's more that she can feel what a true person's feelings are. Yeah, I feel that. But I don't know if she empath can necessarily. Life. The empath life is hard. It's probably why I want to be able to change. Is because like I can't stand feeling yeah, yeah, emotions yeah. anymore. That's it's fair. Probably more selfish. That's fair. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite meal? My favorite meal. Yeah. Oh man, can I be totally honest? That's why we're here. Oh, it's gonna be something dirty. Yeah, um, spaghetti factory. <laughs> the manager's favorite. Half red meat sauce, half clam sauce. I have to take my dairy pill. I'll get <laughs> a large salad with the creamy pesto, with extra bread, so I can dip in the excess. Creamy this is pesto. very specific. This is my meal. <laughs> Spaghetti factory. <laughs> yep. You said this is the manager special? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> um, do you have any hidden talents? No, I don't think I have any hidden talents. I think any talents that I have, I've like tried to share with the world. So. <laughs> that's fair. Nothing, nothing hidden. Nothing hidden or discovered yet. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Nothing discovered yet. Um, do you have any favorite TV shows you're watching, podcasts you're obsessed with right now? Mm. Um, you know, I love Chopped. Ooh. Super random thing, but binge that a lot during our quarantine. Um, and Shark Tank. Shark Tank is like yes. me and Kyle's like date night show to watch. <laughs> I'm a fan of Shark Tank. For that, sure. that show's still on, like live? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I don't think that'll ever go away. No, I hope it doesn't. Yeah. It's great. It just like always gets the juices flowing. You're like, oh man, yeah, I can come up with something. It's great. I love it. Yeah. It's really inspiring actually. Yeah. Every time. Uh, okay. This one's kind of tough. Who's on your Mount Rushmore for musical artists? Oh my artists? goodness. 
Mo. M- musical artist Mount Rushmore. Musical artist Mount Rushmore. John Legend. Ooh. Whitney Houston. Mm. I don't like it or not, people. Michael Jackson. Is there, f- this is really There's four. There's four. four. four? Okay. <laughs> it's like, is there four or five faces? I would say the fourth musical artists. Man. Honestly, like. That last spot is hard. You got through three really quick. You got through three really quick. I did get through the three really quick. You know, I think that. that last spot is going to have to be someone timeless. Mm. Cause this could be like your most listened to or who you think's most influential. Oh you know my what I mean? gosh. I'm sorry. I'm a believer. Add Bieber to it. Oh my. <laughs> I have to, I've just got to be honest. I love him so much. Hold up. Hold I love him so much. You know how much I love him. Yeah. He's on there. <laughs> this this <is> Rushmore. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, John Legend. He's amazing. Oh, my God, Whitney Houston, just the queen. Oh, Michael Jackson, of course, the king of pop. Who's this kid? Huh, Justin Bieber. All right. My Spotify wrap-up talk. It's like, oh, Justin Bieber's okay. I mean, I get it. Yeah. All right. I get it. Uh, Dream dinner guest. It could be whoever you want. Alive. Dead. Over for dinner? Yeah. Mythical. Real, unreal. Oh. I mean. Justin Bieber. Shut up. (laughs) Honestly, like, of all, like, I'd have the man himself. I'd I'd bring Jesus over for dinner. Heck, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. Dang, I, I never even thought of that answer. I have Make to cook bread. a really good meal. No pressure. Yeah. You're like, Jesus over. You're like, Jesus, have you ever had <laughs> the general manager's I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> bring spaghetti factory. The old spaghetti factory. You have not lived yeah. until you've had I got to show him some processed foods. It's yeah. been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your favorite way to work out? I know you have so many different ways that you teach. Oh, dude. Do you have a favorite way? I, I feel like I kind of know the answer, but... Obviously, like to the beat, anything yeah. to the beat, but most importantly, whatever intuitively feels right. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like go ham when I have zero energy or like kind of go skimpy if I have a lot, like intuitively to the beat, doesn't matter what it is. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Last level, level three. These are more like long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? So I would say advice wise, it is that people pleasing is never going to please you. You will battle depression. You will battle insecurities. If you keep seeking the approval of people, the way that you will find the most joy is discovering who God made you to be and serving the people that he's called you to serve. And you will find the most joy being who you have been created to be. That's good advice. Yeah, that people pleasing man, that'll get you. Um, we kind of touched upon this a little bit earlier, but what advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into the fitness industry? Um, I would say know what you love about it, right? First, and I think like, because it's different if you are going into personal training, you need to love like, I'm going to create a plan. I'm going to create a nutrition thing with you. I'm going to do one-on-one. I'm going to be with you in that. If you love cycle, if you love the group energy, you got to know what you love first. Mm. Then secondly, you need to find your home, your community, know like who you want to do it with. So like, if you want to be a soul cycle instructor, you go take a thousand soul cycle classes. You know, their formats, you know what they're looking for. Um, that is the number one thing because once you get into it and you know how to do it and you know how to do it well, then mentoring you becomes 
so easy. So yeah. make it easy for someone to mentor you. Make mentoring Ooh. you a joy and you will get picked up. Ooh, love that. Yeah. Uh, if you could start a charity or an organization, what, what would it be like? Ready? Yeah. So I've always had a heart for orphans ever since I was a little girl. Like, mm. I mean, we grew up kind of the same age. Remember the commercials with like the, the little orphans? Oh my God, yeah. Break your heart. I remember making like a little- For seven coffee. cents a day. I was just, like, it breaks you. Yeah. Food for the hungry, by the way, guys, uh, for $35, you can like provide for a child um, for all the necessary things. So side note. There you go. There. Um, but I remember building a little house for these kids with my popsicle sticks. And it always had like a place in my heart so my theory is called orphans and old people. And in developing countries, like I think about this and like old people, what do they need to thrive? Because I worked in a nursing home and they just start to deteriorate when they're not needed and they don't have a purpose. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And babies and kids just need love and supervision. So travel home, orphans and old people, and they live in community together. And then you stream in colleges and you create credits for them. Yeah, this is, this is gonna happen one day. Teachers, nurses, Sounds like you've thought about this. I, I actually really have. This is like a long-term goal of, of mine. Teachers, um, like medical nurses, doctors, and agricultural. And so they go there and they help based on the culture and the land, like teach them how to farm, get good like water systems, teach them basic programming and give them basic medical care so that these students are motivated because they get credits by studying abroad and being able to have this actual ex experience. But then the, um, the orphanages are benefiting from that. They're getting education, mm. they're getting medical care, they're getting agricultural, they're being able to eat. Um, so yeah, my orphans and old people. That's amazing. I probably won't call it that, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's, let's come up with a different name. <laughs> the name's up for debate, but yeah. yeah I, just uh, O and a O's, O and uh -huh. O's. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that would be really, really cool. What are some short-term goals and long-term goals that you have? Short-term being like in the next year, long-term maybe like five, 10 years. Okay. Um, short-term is definitely like finding my new balance in my new life. Mm. Like, How do I do mom? How do I do entrepreneurship? How do I yep. do life? Um, I, I really want to focus on that this year. Um, and honestly, Mo, it's so crazy when you say long-term goals, like I, I think about it and like, I'm currently living what has been my long-term goal for so long. Like I want to have a studio. I want to have a family. I want to, you know, have a home that is out in the burbs and next to my family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to take a second and appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'd say the long-term goal is how can I show up in this life in the best way possible? So, you know, like developing as a mom, yep. developing as a wife, being a supportive wife, being a supportive daughter and, and growing as an entrepreneur, I would say it's just really enhancing where we're at in that long-term goal yeah. right now. Yeah. Like we're in like phase, whatever life we're in. Like, <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, this is Rachel version 0.0, whatever 0.0 it is. It's like two point, like, you know, it's like if, if your first phase was your childhood, second phase was college, third phase was 20s. Now we're like in whatever phase. So it's wild. Here, here, here we go. Um, what's one thing that you would change in the fitness industry? One thing might be hard. But... Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Where's my list? I would say with the perspective of being gone for so long and coming back in, cause I was, I was gone for like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, which is, it was terrible, but um, I would say I would change the environment in which people feel connected again, like mm. masks serve their purpose and whatever it, I want people to be safe but I do notice that there is a emotional and mental shield with wearing a mask. When you mm. cover the face, there is just something where you, you can't connect anymore. And I, I know, and you and I have both seen what can happen when people connect it through fitness. Totally. It can change your life. It's, it's your home. It's your support system. Yep. And so I would say being able for people to 
open up once again and feel connected and meet new people um, and those walls of social anxiety to be torn down mm. um, through movement together. That's like a solid foundation where it's like, hey, we're in this, we're in the struggle, let's move together, let's connect, let's build relationships, let's do life. True that, true that. Um, good one. What's, uh, what's your why? What's the reason why you wake up? My whys have changed over the years. No doubt. I would say now that at the end of the day, when you get kind of shaken to your core, all that's left that matters to me is my faith. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, I believe that like Jesus took the cross for me and in turn, like all I want to do is in everything I do, please and honor him. And so whether that is walking through difficult seasons, whether that's loving and sharing my gifts with others and knowing that at the end of the day, like it's not all about me perspective wise, like how do I show up in the world? Um, is definitely my why it's for him. It's dope. Inspiring. Um, who last couple questions, who would you like to hear on the off the waitlist podcast? Mm. Anyone in particular? Oh, okay. Um, I admire this person so much, mm. even more so now that I've become a mom, the one and only Jesse Dooley from Bird mm. Cycle. Mm. I met her at a Lulu uh, ambassadorship thing. And like the chick is just so cool, but she's opened up so many studios, but also now like she has three kids mm. and the fact that she's balanced mom life with mm. entrepreneur life. Like I just, I want to, I want, I want to hear the insides of her life story with that. I respect she, that woman. So she's much. yeah. She's, she's just, dope. She's <laughs> a firecracker. She Un is. We uh, actually have the same birthday, ironically enough. Oh, really? Her, me, and Audrey. That's right. I forgot about Audrey we'll being born on birthday. that same day. Oh, my God. December yeah, 31st. It's a day. Wow. Uh, all right. In closing, let the people know where they can find you, how they can connect with you, yeah. where they can where they can message, message you. Uh, I never call it self-promotion because I'm forcing you to do it. So <laughs> thanks, Mo. Thanks Take it away. Sure. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me at Rachel Felix Anderson um, and DM me, message me there. Um, you can also find me in studio at Studio 3 in Lower Queen Anne. Come take class, come check out Blended, come hang out, get our vibes. And yeah, I'd love to connect with you. Yay. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy ass mom schedule just to talk and chat for an hour. Um, really appreciate it. I think it's going to give so much value to everyone who listens, my five listeners that I have. Um, and then, <laughs> and, uh, but you know, Kyle's listening to this too. So yeah. whether he likes it or not. Shout, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Kyle. Um, oh my gosh. You know, we didn't get into the story of how you met Kyle. We kind of touched on it, but We'll save it for another time. We'll save it. It's we'll save one. it for another time. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate you. Thank you, Mo. Yep. Have a great one. Okay. You too. Bye.